one of the things that we face the most as entrepreneurs is uncertainty, especially when we're first starting out. Before all, in my mind, you have to overcome faulty mindsets. Most of us aren't born with the benefit of having fathers who are entrepreneurs and very successful and also taught us the business and we just step into the business and keep it going and grow it from there, right? Most of us simply don't have that that benefit and that's okay because, you know, there's tons and tons of successful entrepreneur stories out there that, um, you know, most of us can rattle off on the drop of a dime about someone who started with nothing and um, made a great success of themselves. And most of those people, obviously, if they started with nothing, they didn't have someone to, you know, give them a silver spoon. So what does that mean? That means that in the event of you deciding to become an entrepreneur, uncertainty becomes, you know, a familiar friend. It's going to be with you because every step of the way, you're having to learn and do things and adjust based on failure and experiences and things of that nature. So, you know, in these uncertainties, whether it be life in general or specifically towards, you know, um, in regards to your business, you have to have a plan. And one of the things that I like, and I've probably mentioned it before, is having a plan where you're starting with the end in mind and then you work your way back. So when you start with the end in mind, when you know what your destination is, then it's much easier to map out the route that you'll take to get there. A lot of people want to make a plan without having like a really clear goal other than, oh, you know, I want to make a lot of money, right? Or I want to buy a big house or I want to buy a fancy car. Um, But that's not really like a tangible goal. I always tell people when you want to create a goal, when you want to build a plan, you have to start out with specifics. Specifics are very important because they are measurable right in regards to results so if you say i want to make a million dollars in the next year well okay now you have a measurable goal right now you know that you need to make something in the area of 80 to 90 thousand dollars a month right in order to hit the million dollar mark okay so now when you do that you can say okay so how do i go about making you know, this 80 grand a month. Well, you have to make 20 grand a week, right? And that 20 grand a week breaks down to about 2,800 to $3,000 per day. And for a lot of people, that's way beyond what they're hoping to achieve. So if you want to, you know, break it down and make it simpler, well, I just want to make, you know, 120 grand this year. Okay, that's simple, you know, easy math, $10,000 a month. $10,000 a month, you got to make about, you know, 300 and change per day. Not that hard to do if you're providing a service that is valuable. One of the main things that new entrepreneurs do is they always undervalue their work. They always undervalue the products and services that they want to introduce to the market. And I think that one of the main reasons why I did that and why most people do that is because of the lack of clear understanding of what it is that you offer. So for instance, if you have a person who has a weight problem, your average person with a weight problem is going to try and resolve that problem. They're going to try and join gyms. 
They're going to try a number of diets. They're going to, you know, research and try to find ways and ask friends and talk about it with family. How do I do this to get this weight off? Or I'm going to get this weight off. And every time New Year's comes around, they're making these New Year's resolutions about how they're going to drop this weight. In America, this is a huge issue. This is a large problem. No pun intended. My point to you is that people who have a problem like that, they have pain. It's painful when, you know, your pants don't fit. It's painful when you want to buy something at the store and they don't have your size. It's painful, you know, when you uh, have something bad happen to you and you have to result to, you know, turning to food for comfort and things like this. All these things are difficulties. And so because they are, people are willing to pay to come out of that problem. And so if you tell them, listen, I have a solution, like a real solution, and you can prove that your solution is real, they'll be willing to pay you way more money than you expect. There's a, there's a company you know, here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I don't know if they're in other states as well. But they basically help you lose weight. And, and it's the same old pitch. You can eat whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. And they have a lot of good results. Like they have thousands of positive results online. So when you go and you look at how much they charge for this service, it's like thousands of dollars. And when I look at their company and what they provide, I'm sitting there going, all this information that they're giving is available for free on YouTube. YouTube obviously won't give you the coach who's going to call you each week and check up on you, make sure, right? Giving you that whole accountability part to it. But the reality is, is that all that information is out there for free. I mean, all information is out there for free, basically. You're, you're listening to this podcast right now, and you're listening to a guy who has a bunch of experience and sharing it with you for free. So it's out there. The difference is, is that how is it packaged? Is it given to you in a way that's going to be effective immediately? Or is it something where you have to go out there and figure it out for yourself through trial and error? This is why I buy courses, right? This is why I buy books. This is why I have an Audible account. It's because I want, you know, the return on investment, the payoff right away. I don't want to waste more time looking around to see what the solution is and trying to figure out who's telling me the right info and who's not telling me the right info and which guy's method works best. Like, no, I'll just buy the course, go through the course, put the course into action and then see what my results are. And based on that, then I can judge whether the course was good or not. If I don't put in the action, if I don't take the steps to do what I need to do to make whatever problem it is to get it solved based on this solution that I purchased, then I'm not giving the solution a fair shot. The problem is me. So all that to say, because you know I'm tangential and I go off on these tangents, all that to say is that you have to have a plan and then you have to find a way in which to work that plan. So the way that you work that plan, whether it's through a course or through a coach or through, you know, whatever the case may be, is you need a process. When you purchase a course, when you hire a coach, when you get some form of education, what you're looking for is a process to go from not knowing to knowing, from being a novice to now being maybe intermediate or advanced. And eventually over time with experience and practice, you get to an expert level in anything. That's the way it works. So you need a process, right? Now, mind you, we're talking about how to eliminate uncertainty in your business. As an entrepreneur, this is the thing you're always going to live with. And even as an expert, you're still going to deal with uncertainty. But it's how you handle the uncertainty that's important. 
It's what divides the winners from the losers. So you have a process and you trust your process. You work your process. You say, you know what? On a day-to-day basis, I have to do these six things. These are the things that are in my process. This is how I go out and I get clients. This is how I go out and I make more sales through my e-com store. This is how I go out and I make sure people are coming into my shop. You see what I'm saying? I work this process. This is my process. I do A, B, C, D, E, F. And then I'm working my process. One, two, three, four, five, six. I do these six things and I am going to see the results. It might take a while, but it's eventually going to pay off because consistency is key. And I can't say that enough. Consistency is key. So another thing that I would say that you need to do in uncertain times, both in life and in business, is that you need to prepare yourself for the uncertain times to get worse and not assume that they're going to get better. When you work your process and when you're consistent, it's obvious that nine out of 10 times they will get better, but you can't say when that will be. So in the meantime, what you need to do is you need to cut out the luxuries and you need to build a nest egg, both in your business and in your personal life. These are things that are important. So you need to figure out how do I run my business from the most lean perspective possible? Where is all the the bloat? Where is all the extra that I can get rid of? Because a lot of stuff is luxury. There's a lot of things, tools and softwares and all sorts of stuff that we add to the business, fancy chairs and all this nonsense that you don't really need. To give you a perfect example, Jeff Bezos for many, many years ran his Amazon headquarters and the desks were old doors. They would literally buy old doors and convert them into desks. This is a huge company. It was already a billion dollar company. They were still doing this. Why? Because they understood the value of not wasting money on unnecessary luxuries. Another thing in luxury standpoint from a, from a different perspective is your time. You don't have time to waste with people doing nonsense. So another thing you can learn from Amazon is their meetings are always standing up and they try to keep a limit on them to 15 minutes. Now, whether they're still doing these things today or not, it doesn't matter. They did. And those principles apply forever. You shouldn't be having these long drawn out meetings. It's a waste of time right? Everybody hates meetings. Let's get in. Let's stay standing. Let's say what has to be said. Let's make the plan that needs to be made. Let's, let's understand where we are and where we're going and let's get back to work. Finally, when you build your business, you should build your business with three things in mind, right? And when I say build your business, you can be at any stage of building your business because you're always building your business. You see what I'm saying? Even when your business hits the billion dollar mark, You still want it to grow. You don't want it to stop growing at that point. So you're still building your business. When you do that, for for people like us, right? If you're not looking at creating a startup and getting venture capital and all that kind of stuff, you want to build a business that provides you three things. Number one is financial freedom. So you want to build a business, obviously, that's going to give you money to live a good and comfortable life. Number two, you want to build a business that's going to allow you time to appreciate and enjoy the financial freedom that you've developed. Because if you make a bunch of money, but you always have to be present, then what you made for yourself was a job, a good paying job, but a job nonetheless. 
You have to build a business where you are no longer the bottleneck to your business. That means hiring people who are smarter than you, hiring people who have better skills than you, hiring people who are more capable of running your company than you are. And then you build them around you as a team so that they can go ahead and run it for you. You're going to have the times where people are going to run out and they're going to leave and they're going to become your competitor. That happens. But if you're running your business successfully, that won't matter because you're already running your business successfully and all you have to do is be consistent in running your business successfully. The fact that people will leave, yes, it hurts. It's a loss of money, having to retrain people, having to go out and find people, all that kind of thing, but that's part of doing business. And there's ways that you can limit that and there are coaches who are experts in those kinds of things to teach you how to avoid that or minimize it, whatever the case may be. The last thing you want to be able to have location freedom. So you wanna be able to build a business that at any given time, you can jump on a plane, jump on a boat, get in the car, and go anywhere, and the business keeps running. And you know it will continue to run because you've developed it that way. Now, there's a number of ways that you can go about these things, and these will probably be episodes in the future that I'll talk about, but these are things that you need to be focused on, is that you want to build a business that has a process. You have a plan where you start from the, from the end with the goal in mind, and then you work your way back. You create a process, and you work the process. You want to eliminate the luxuries and build a nest egg so that you are ready for the rainy days and they don't blow your house down. And then finally, you want to build a business that has three types of freedom, financial freedom, time freedom, and location freedom. In these times, many times in the future, they're going to be uncertain, right? You're going to have doubts. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be obstacles to overcome. And that's part of the game. That's what it's about. You've got that entrepreneurial bug. You want to run things for yourself and be your own boss the whole nine yards. Well, this is part of the part of the package is uncertainty. So I hope that these um, little nuggets are able to help you. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Have a blessed day.